Well, I was strolling the aisles at Costco a couple days ago, and it occurred to me just how many people have been asking me tons of questions about how to pick the right supplement. I've been getting so much of it, uh, a lot from newer uh, listeners to the show that just recently discovered Vitality Radio, and it occurred to me that maybe a great approach to this would be to look at the back of a bunch of different supplements commonly purchased supplements that are really popular out there and help you kind of nitpick your way through the supplement facts panel, the other ingredients, and figure out how to become a better consumer when it comes to dietary supplements. Some of the questions I get are like, you know, what form of this vitamin or mineral do I take? Uh, What's the difference between magnesium glycinate and magnesium citrate? How many milligrams do I need of this herb to do the job? How am I getting a quality supplement? Or how do I know if I'm getting a quality supplement? Or my favorite, how do I get a quality supplement when the supplement industry is completely unregulated? Oh, yes, that is my favorite one to answer. And I'll answer that one here today as well. So the other day, Jen and I spent at least 30 minutes reading labels and taking pictures of bottle after bottle in the Costco supplement aisle. Today's show is about the good, because there are some pretty good supplements at Costco. You might not expect me to say that, I don't know. The bad, because there are some really eh, not so good supplements at Costco. And the ugly, because there are some items that you really want to steer clear of. I'll go through fillers, what are known as excipients. I'll talk about the forms of the ingredients. I'll cover potencies and tell you what has enough in it to make a difference and what doesn't. What will you get out of today's show? Well, my goal is to help you become a better consumer when it comes to nutritional supplements. The market is huge compared to what it was when I was a boy. I remember when I was about 12 years old, I think I was, when fish oil capsules were first put on the market. It used to be you had to drink cod liver oil and there were no soft gels full of fish oil. I remember that. Yeah, I'm old. Uh, The marketing in the marketplace of dietary supplements is, of course, all designed to get you to buy their product, right? The packaging is usually, especially in the case of Costco, really professional and polished. These are big companies that had to do something right to get into Costco's doors. But what is in that little pill that you're holding in your hand? And where did those ingredients come from? To me, that's what really matters. So we're going to get into that uh, on today's show, and and that's pretty much what the entire show will be. We're going to talk about, you know, looking at the nutrition facts or the supplement facts panel, which I have done an episode on that, but this is going to be different. We're going to talk uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot more about ingredients and less about actually reading the supplement facts panel. So this is not a rehash of that. I would say it kind of adds on to that episode. And if you listen to this one and haven't listened to that one, that would be a really good one to follow up this episode with. I'm going to talk about all of those things and do the very best job that I can of helping you become a more informed consumer. That's really one of the biggest things I love to do on Vitality Radio is help you make better decisions about your health based on the information that I've been able to dig up and research and provide for you. Okay, before we get started, though, I have to tell you two things. One is people who own health food stores and do podcasts sometimes get colds. Can you hear that? If you can tell my voice is a little bit uh, raspier than usual, well, I got hit hard yesterday. Uh, sore throat, runny nose, it's been running like crazy. I hope I can get through the hour of this show without having to blow my nose more than 23 times. But, you know, the show must go on. I'm doing my colloidal silver. I'm doing my uh, ascorbate vitamin C. I'm doing my zinc. I'm doing Epicor. I'm doing oregano oil. I'm doing so many different things to knock this thing out. And I will say that even though I was, I'm not feeling great today, I feel much better than I did yesterday when I felt really crappy. So hopefully by tomorrow I'll be, you know, pretty much back to uh, square one. That's typically about how it goes. But uh, anyway, that's why I sound like I do. Vitality Radio, of course, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us if you have questions about anything you hear on this show, 801 801- 
801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. You can also check us out at vitalitynutrition.com. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all things uh, natural supplements for health, health and wellness and optimally getting to the highest level of vitality that one can achieve. Uh, I have one more, uh, well, two, two more things I want to talk about before I jump into the meat of the show. The first one is I have to thank all of you who I have not met yet um, and haven't had a conversation with that are listening to this show right now. There are many, many, many of you out there that I've, I've still not had an opportunity to meet. And many of you have recently found the show in the last two and a half months or so since I was on the Just Ingredients podcast. And it's because of people like yourself that we're experiencing a little bit of growing pains at Vitality Nutrition and VitalityNutrition.com. I uh, posted this on the uh, Facebook listeners uh, page. And if you are not part of the Facebook listeners community, and that sounds interesting to you, you should very seriously consider it. The link will be in the uh, show description below. Uh, we have over 200 members now and growing uh, every single day. And it is so much fun. The information that is being shared uh, from member to member, uh, the stuff that I'm able to post, uh, the answers to questions that people have, all that kind of stuff, a lot of fun, a good place to be. Well, I posted this uh, and then didn't probably give as much detail as I could have. Yeah, the growing pains are real. Trying to keep up with the demand that has recently found me has been an incredible blessing, but an incredible challenge to say the least. And I appreciate all of the attention that I'm receiving right now. I hope that I continue to earn your attention in giving you shows like today's. But one thing I will let you know, uh, we have run out of some of our most popular products, our magnesium glycinate from the Vital 5 brand, that's my formula, our precision probiotic, that's our number two and number one best-selling products in the whole store, um, a combination of post-COVID slowness at manufacturing, and then uh, massive demand that uh, I frankly just was not prepared for, uh, have slowed things down. So in the next week or two, we should have both of those back. We are getting caught up, uh, but I apologize for anybody waiting for those that I can't provide uh, to you right now. So that's announcement number one. Announcement number two, I guess, is a little less of an announcement. And really just, uh, I just want to say that we are doing something Well, I guess it's an announcement. It's a sale. So let's talk about it. We are doing something really fun that we've never done before. And and it's going to sound funny if you know me very well. We're doing a sale on gummies. Okay. Now, I routinely bash gummies because, frankly, I think most gummy vitamins, most gummy herbs, most gummy probiotics, most gummy, all of it, fish oil, it's kind of a, they're all a joke uh, to a large degree. I, and I just said all, but they're not all. A lot of them are a joke. And that is because there's only so much of that stuff you can actually jam into a gummy and give enough nutrition to someone without making it taste absolutely horrible. But there are some gummies and some companies that have cracked the code. There is a probiotic, for instance, from Nordic Naturals that I absolutely love. It's got bacillus coagulants, which is, in my opinion, the all-star of all probiotics. And it's in a gummy. And you can't put very many probiotics in gummies because the heat will kill them. But the bacillus strains, uh, the spore-forming strains, can be put in there. And we never have deals on these things because Nordic Naturals, frankly, is one of the more stingy companies out there when it comes to deals. But they're doing something pretty cool right now. We're able to offer 30% off of all of their gummies. We've never, ever, ever given more than 20% off. And in most cases, we're lucky to get 10% off. We're doing 30% off of their gummies. They have a vitamin C. They have a D3. They have a really good gummy multi for kids. And they have their superstar probiotic, um, all of which will be on our website for you, vitalitynutrition.com at 30% off and in store as well. Kind of a back to school offering for the kids. And uh, so hopefully that will be uh, useful for you. Okay, let's jump into the topic at hand and uh, what happened when I walked down the aisle of Costco. All right, so I was, you know, when I'm at Costco, I routinely, I don't know, maybe it's every third or fourth visit or something like that, have to walk down the vitamin aisle, see what's new uh, in their supplements. And if there's anything I should know about, um, 
And, you know, usually I see something new and interesting, but today or a couple days ago when I did this, I recognize that I could answer a lot of questions that I've been getting all by just strolling down the aisle. So I did, and I took pictures of dozens of different products, and we're going to go through those uh, one by one. But first, I have to let you know that I always find myself feeling like I'm in a bit of a difficult position talking about supplements that are purchased somewhere besides Vitality Nutrition. I mean, if you want to talk about bias... It's hard to be more biased than someone who sells supplements for a living when you're comparing your stuff to everybody else's stuff. You know, it's no different than how Ford feels about Chevy and Dodge feels about Ford and so on and so forth, right? So there's a conflict of interest here. I sell supplements for a living, full disclosure. And so what I always try to do, though, that I hope is really valuable is I try to just tell it straight in terms of, you know, if there's a good supplement at Costco, I'll tell you if there's a good supplement at Costco. I'll tell you what it is and why it's good. If there's a crappy supplement, same thing. I will say that I, at Vitality Nutrition, I do my very best to not bring in any crappy supplements. So yes, if you ask me about supplements we sell, I'm going to tell you that I consider them to be very, very good quality supplements. Otherwise, I wouldn't sell them. Um, Costco not being a supplement company and frankly, probably not having a whole lot of, uh, interest maybe in understanding supplements as much as they understand sales, uh, they're going to be a lot more concerned about what does the consumer buy, not how effective is this going to be for the consumer being in a health food store an independent health food store in particular, where people come back and recognize me from the last time I helped them, I have a, a lot different viewpoint on this thing. And that is that I want people to come back having results because I feel like A, that's why I do what I do. And B, I'm not going to get that person back to Vitality Nutrition if I'm not providing products that yield great results. But still, there is a conflict of interest. So how do I get past that conflict of interest? Well, I figure I do it in two ways. One is I'm just going to go by the label. I'm going to let the label tell the story. I'll explain why I believe the label uh, is written the way that it is, particularly on the front of the label, the marketing side of it, and whether or not that marketing holds up to scrutiny when we look at the back of the label. I'm not going to hold anything back, and I will tell you that many of the supplements I have on the list today to talk about, I actually think are pretty good supplements, even though I don't sell them. So uh, that's how we're going to do it. Uh, the first thing I want to address, though, and I think this is really important, is that question I posed at the very beginning. How do I tell if I have a good supplement if supplements aren't regulated at all? Well, first off, that is one of the biggest uh, misnomer is one of the biggest bits of false information that circulates out there. And someone who I respect up to now, every single thing she's posted on Instagram that I've seen, I've agreed with wholeheartedly. And she just posted something about how supplements aren't regulated. And it's simply not true. And I wish people would do the research to, you know, understand what they're saying before they say it, as opposed to just regurgitating these uh, little terms that people use here. But let's uh, explain, you know, what I mean by this whole regulated versus unregulated thing. First off, it's important to remember and just think about it. Is there anything that you can think of, any part of any industry that isn't somehow regulated by the government? I mean, we're in a regulation age, right? Everything's regulated. You know, look at playground equipment now versus what it used to be. Look at bicycle helmets compared to what they used to be, seat belts, airbags, all these different things that are quote unquote for our safety, some of which I believe actually are and other things that they say are for your safety are pretty bogus in my opinion. But regardless, the government is in there as the watchdog for better or for worse to tell us what's good for us and what's not. Now, the first, the second question is, not, you know, isn't everything regulated? Everything's regulated in some way. But the second question is, even if it is regulated, does that make it good? I mean, the pharmaceutical industry is heavily regulated, but I spend half of my show telling you how to avoid pharmaceuticals because I think they're also heavily dangerous, even though they're regulated. I mean, just because government puts their rubber stamp on it doesn't mean that it's a good thing, right? So we have to keep 
those things in mind when we're looking at all this. But let's just say, with, say uh, I'll let me read you what the FDA says about supplements and whether or not they are regulated. Dietary supplements are regulated by the FDA as food, not as drugs. That's from their website. Okay, so then how are they regulated? Uh, generally, a firm does not have to provide FDA with the evidence it relies on to substantiate safety before or after it markets its products. However, there is an exception for dietary supplements uh, that contain a new dietary ingredient that is not present in the food supply. All right, so then if that's the case, that FDA does not have to, or a firm, a company does not have to provide evidence that it's safe, then how do we know if it's safe? Well, that's where that caveat comes in, where they say, however, an exception is made for dietary supplements that contain a new ingredient, uh, a new dietary ingredient. So in other words, if you are using ingredients, you know, vitamin C, echinacea, garlic oil, oregano oil, whatever it is, in your formula, things that are already in the food supply that have already been sold as supplements before, and you're putting them in a supplement in a different way, then no, you don't have to run through six months of testing to prove safety. Does that make all supplements safe? Well, no, not necessarily. There are some supplements that have been recalled by FDA when they've been proven to not be so good, but people aren't dying of dietary supplement use. That's just a fact. Uh, I mean, we have 40,000-ish people die every year in America from over-the-counter pain relievers, the Tylenol, ibuprofen, Aleve, you know, those types of things. 40,000, and it doesn't happen with dietary supplements. It's virtually non-existent. Uh, so they don't have to be proven to be safe because they've already been proven to be safe. So that's the first thing that we have to understand. FDA also uh, requires that these manufacturers... Uh, those who manufacture, package, or hold dietary supplements to follow current good manufacturing practices that help ensure the identity, purity, quality, strength, and composition of dietary supplements. So it is required that those who manufacture, package, or hold dietary supplements, uh, that would include we don't manufacture our own formulas. We have them manufactured, but yes, they are uh, packaged with our label, and then we hold them at the store until you buy them from us, right? So I fall into this category of what is called CGMP, Certified Good Manufacturing Processes. Those processes allow us to know that the identity of the ingredient, the purity of the ingredient, the quality of the strength, all of those things are as they claim to be on the label. Also, under the FD&C Act, a firm is responsible for ensuring that the dietary supplements it manufactures or distributes are not adulterated, misbranded, or otherwise in violation of federal law. If a manufacturer or distributor makes a structure function claim, a claim about effects on a structure or function of the human body, a claim of a benefit related to a classical nutrient deficiency, disease, or claim of general well-being in the, in the labeling of the dietary supplement, the firm must have substantiation that this claim is truthful and not misleading. So in other words, they can only make claims that have already been verified by FDA. FDA is responsible for enforcing the laws and regulations governing dietary supplements. To identify violations, the agency conducts inspections, monitors the marketplace, examines dietary supplements and dietary ingredients offered for import. We also investigate adverse event reports and complaints from consumers, healthcare professionals, and other regulatory agencies and industry. So, does that sound like your dietary supplements are unregulated? Of course not, or at least I don't think that it should. They are not regulated the same way as pharmaceuticals are, but that is because they are not killing people the same way as pharmaceuticals are. Pharmaceuticals are regulated at a much higher level in terms of uh, proof of concept because they're creating brand new compounds and introducing them into human nutrition as part of the uh, pharmaceutical, you know, either prescription or over-the-counter pharmaceutical uh, products. And so, yeah, of course, they need to prove that these things aren't going to kill too many people. Keep in mind that we know, FDA knows, pharmaceutical companies know, that their products do kill a certain number of people. It's always based on the risk versus reward. And if the reward is considered higher than the risk, then the, then the, or the drug is able to stay on the market. 
Eventually, the FDA pulls it if they decide that the risk is not worth the reward. And that's the difference. And it's a big difference. Okay, back to Costco. Let's go down the vitamin aisle here. Uh, first, we'll start with some of the big sellers at Costco. Uh, vitamin D3, they have about three or four options. They have a bunch on their website, but I think they had four in the store, if I remember correctly. And I looked at all the backs of the labels. And the vitamin D3 that they sell is what's called colocalciferol. That is the exact same vitamin D3 that I sell at Vitality Nutrition. So the D3 itself, same stuff. So then what do you look at on the label to determine if it's a good one? Well, they have a 1,000 unit. They have a 2,000 unit. They have a 5,000 unit. I saw all three of those for sure. So you have to figure out dosage. What dose do you want? And the best way to figure out your dose on vitamin D is a blood test. Um, I typically recommend uh, one or 2,000 units during the summer months if you're going to get some sunshine or 5,000 units during the winter months. But that, that's a pretty typical recommendation. It's going to vary from person to person for sure. So what are they putting in their vitamin D that maybe you don't want in your body? That's where you look at the other ingredients. The other ingredients in all of these options had oils in them that I try to avoid in my diet. Soybean oil in all of them and corn oil in at least two of them that I remember. Both of which we know are beat up in the manufacturing process and are pro-inflammatory oils. We want less inflammation, not more inflammation. Uh, in two of their vitamin D3s, I also saw artificial caramel coloring. What? I mean, come on. Grow up. Seriously. This is vitamin D3 for adults. Does it have to be colored? Does it have to look pretty? Can't we just take the pill? I mean, vitamin D3 capsules, the ones that aren't colored that I take, they're beautiful anyway. I don't even understand that. It makes no sense. So a lot of times you're just looking for what else is in the supplement. Also, with vitamin D3, I'll always throw this out there. Yes, vitamin D3 at Costco is cheaper than vitamin D3 at a health food store, but not dramatically so, especially when you consider that vitamin D3 is just plain cheap anyway. Um, my favorite vitamin D3 from Natural Factors, you get 360 capsules, so that's a year's supply pretty much, right? 5,000 units, it's like $18. Now, you at Costco, you can get, I think... I should have written this down, but I think it was the same price. And I think there were another 40 capsules. Maybe there's 400 capsules or might've been 500 capsules. Don't quote me on that. So yes, it was cheaper, but not dramatically cheaper. And you're talking about a year's supply of something for $18. So, you know, what are you going to save a dollar or two a year, uh, to have corn oil and soybean oil and, um, caramel color. It, it makes no sense. Let's go to their multivitamins. Uh, I referred to, uh, refer you to the podcast episode 209 titled Centrum Sucks. This is one of my Vitality Radio shorts. I think it's only about 20 minutes long. And I talk about Centrum and why it, in my opinion, sucks. And unfortunately, that applies to every multivitamin at almost every grocery store across the country, including Costco. But I was shocked that the last product I looked at at Costco was a gummy prenatal vitamin by uh, Smart Kids, I think it was, or Smart, uh, oh shoot, I didn't take a picture of this one. I don't know why. It was the last one I looked at, and when I looked for the picture, for some reason, I didn't take it. But uh, Smarty Pants, that's the brand. Smarty Pants, you have to take four of them a day of these gummies. But they actually have methylated B vitamins in them, methylfolate, which is was shocking. That's a lot more expensive to use. And this wasn't a cheap prenatal, especially for a gummy, but it at least had good ingredients. It didn't have any artificial crap in it. It was actually pretty clean. And if you had to take a gummy as your prenatal, that would be the one I'd recommend. It's the best one I've seen, including ones that I've looked at to potentially bring into my store. So pretty good as gummies go. But if you want to really watch out for mom and baby, uh, prenatal or postnatal, my favorite go-to is not a gummy because there's only so much stuff, like I said, that you can fit into a gummy before it starts to taste like garbage. Made by a company called Pure Essence Labs. They make a product called Mother to Be and one called Mother and Child. You can probably figure out which one is the prenatal versus the postnatal. And especially at that time in a woman's life, getting the right nutrition right matters. Okay, but I'm not here to just slam uh, supplements from Costco. There are lots of supplements that uh, Costco uh, has, some of which I am going to put a torch to and others, uh, as I just said, with their gummy prenatal, 
Yeah, I'll actually, uh, I'll give them props where props are due. Um, I want to, uh, I think I'm going to come back to this. Okay, so let's go ahead and scoot ahead here and we'll talk about a, the first product I actually took a picture of. And it's the Nature Made Daily Diabetes Health Pack. It's got 60 packets in it. Uh, it claims on the front to have a multivitamin, a fish oil with vitamin D3, magnesium, vitamin C, alpha lipoic acid, and chromium. That all sounds good. Magnesium is critical for all of us, but definitely for uh, diabetics, it's a big deal. Alpha lipoic acid and chromium are excellent for diabetes. So uh, so far, it looks good according to the front of the label. Not very expensive either. Two months supply for like twenty bucks. Um, adults take one packet daily with water and a meal. It says. And here are the highlights. Um, the vitamin D three that's in there, or the, sorry, the vitamin E that's in there. Uh, is uh, it, thankfully not at a very high dose, 22.5 milligrams, uh, but it's DL-alpha tocopherol. Now, diabetes, the you know kind of final chapter of diabetes for most people, unfortunately, is heart disease. And there was a big hubbub about 20 years ago when these studies came out. Well, I think it was a study, if I remember correctly, on vitamin E supplementing vitamin E actually leading to heart disease. Well, guess what those studies were done with? They were done with synthetic vitamin E, which is known as DL-alpha-tocopherol. DL, not D. If it's D-alpha, it's natural. DL is synthetic. You don't want synthetic vitamin E. It actually does appear to have be problematic when it comes to heart disease. Of course, that's what's in Centrum and all these other multivitamins too, so no surprise there. The next item, calcium. 220 milligrams as dibasic calcium phosphate and calcium carbonate. These are two near impossible to digest and assimilate forms of calcium. I just said diabetes usually ends in heart disease. And the best way to harden your arteries that I'm aware of is not to eat high cholesterol meals or eat too much butter or too much red meat. It is to eat too much supplemental calcium from forms like calcium carbonate and dibasic calcium phosphate because they're only absorbed at around 4 to 10%. The rest of it is laid down somewhere in the body as either a kidney stone or worse yet, laid into the arterial system as calcium plaque. And when we get calcium plaque built into the arterial system, the arteries harden, they tend to crack, they tend to create uh, block, and that tends to create blockages and eventually, well, kill us, strokes and heart attacks and things like that. You do not want that calcium diabetic or not. You certainly don't need to take it in a supplement that is supposed to keep you healthier as a diabetic. Also magnesium oxide. Now I applaud them for having more magnesium than calcium. I have 300 milligrams in there versus 220. That is awesome. Except that the magnesium in there is magnesium oxide, which has been clinically proven to deplete you of magnesium. We get more deficient with magnesium oxide rather than less deficient. So not only is this calcium not getting into your bones, the magnesium's not getting in either, and it, at, at best case, might help you with regularity as it provides a bit of a laxative effect. So no good there. Um, let's talk about some of the antioxidants they're so proud of here. 250 micrograms of lutein, 300 micrograms of lycopene. Uh, in the clinical studies, lutein, the, the results don't really start showing until you get to about 6 milligrams. This is 24 times less than that. And lycopene, 300 micrograms, typically 10 milligrams is where we want that. So it's not even close. Remember, there's 1,000 micrograms in one milligram. And then alpha lipoic acid, which they bragged about on the front, 50 milligrams. Now, I'm not going to say 50 milligrams isn't enough to do something. It might be. But I've never seen a study done on less than 100 milligrams. And I've never seen a good study for diabetes done on less than 600 milligrams, which means you'd need 12 of these packets a day to get to that. And the best research I've seen and the best results I've found have been at actually 1,200 milligrams of alpha lipoic acid. And then they put a fish oil capsule in there and, you know, it's actually, they did a decent little effort. There's 360 milligrams of omega-3. That's good. It's better than no milligrams of omega-3. But again, 
We can't live on low doses of omega-3. We need high doses, at least 2,000 milligrams a day is what most of the best research shows. And this gets you, well, about a sixth of the way there. All right, in the other ingredients, this is what I'm going to spend a lot of time on on this episode. We have cellulose gel. That's fine. We have gelatin, which is what the capsule's made out of. Uh, If you're vegan, you wouldn't want that, but otherwise that's fine. Uh, Glycerin. That's fine, I guess. Uh, Lactose. I don't know why there's lactose in there. Milk, sugar, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I'm not going to lose too much sleep about it. Modified food starch, which is usually genetically modified from corn. Uh, Cross-caramelose sodium, hypromellose water, magnesium stearate, stearic acid, ethyl cellulose, color added. That was my favorite one. Color added. I don't know what that means. I didn't even think it was legal to say that. I thought you had to say where the color is coming from. And then it's got some plastics and some alcohols in there, polyethylene, glycol, um, triethyl citrate, and polysorbate 80. So it's a long list of other ingredients, uh, some of which you really don't want in your body. Polysorbate 80, uh, polyethylene, glycol, in my opinion, are both no-nos. I am going to say that the magnesium stearate and steric acid. I'm going to bring that up in a little bit and talk about that because there's a lot of controversy about that. And I want to clear that up the best that I can, but we're going to see it in a few other formulas. So we're going to wait until we look at those. The next item is the hair, skin, and nails from Nature's Bounty. Uh, Argon oil infused, it says, uh, with biotin, 5,000 micrograms per serving. Now, the example I want to talk about here, and this is really important, It's a very clever thing that supplement companies do. It's not illegal. Uh, I don't even know if it's unethical, uh, depending on where you stand, because they're not lying about anything. But they are... well, I'll say it's it's at least misleading. So yeah, I'd say that's probably considered unethical. But let's talk about this. Um, when your hair is under assault uh, from stress, from poor diet, uh, pharmaceuticals, whatever. One of the biggest things that happens is we get depleted in B vitamins. The full B complex is on board on this hair, skin, and nail supplement, but it is so low in potency. B12, eight micrograms. The average person that supplements B12 is taking a minimum of 1,000 micrograms and as high as 10,000 micrograms, this has eight. Um, Vitamin B6, five milligrams, not enough to really do much at all. Niacin, 25 milligrams, B1, three milligrams, riboflavin, five milligrams. It's, it's not, there's nothing here. It has all the stuff, but it's all window dressing. Now, if you said, oh, I need one that has all the B vitamins in it, but you don't know how many B vitamins you need, then there it is. They're all there. Bam, checks the box if you haven't quite done all your homework. But then this is where there's two ways they're kind of cheating here. And, and they're both very clever and unfortunately very, very common. One is all the stuff that seems like it should be in there is in there. Down below, it has hydrolyzed collagen, but it has 50 milligrams. We know from clinical studies, the lowest dose of collagen that does anything is about 2,000. And the optimal dose is closer to 6 to 10 grams. This is 50 milligrams. So it's, a, it's literally a pinch. Hyaluronic acid, we know that you need at least a couple hundred milligrams of that in a capsule form. This has 30 milligrams. Horsetail. Okay, this is horsetail, not even extract. This is just straight herb, three milligrams. There's The only reason that's there is because some women are going to look at this formula and say, does it have horsetail in it? I've heard horsetail is good for my hair. Oh, yep, it's there. Alpha lipoic acid, 10 milligrams, so five times less than even the diabetic formula had. And then argon oil, infused with argon oil. 25 milligrams. Come on. Uh, there's there's nothing here in any of those ingredients that would provide any legitimate benefit in my view. That being said, and this is kind of interesting, the one ingredient that is in here at a kind of a hero dose, a dose that's really going to deliver a result is biotin, 5,000 micrograms. Biotin is very inexpensive. It doesn't cost much to put it into the formula. And there's not even really a special type of biotin that's a lot better than another type. So they just put straight biotin in here, 5,000 micrograms. That's 16,000% of the RDA. So a very high dose of biotin. My Hair Revive formula, if you've heard me talk about that, has 6,000. So they're almost as high as that. Well, guess what? Some people 
and there will be a lot of people listening right now that can attest to this, get really good results just adding biotin. Their hair gets healthier, thicker, fuller with just biotin. But you could get biotin for a whole lot cheaper than you can buy this supplement and not have a little bit of a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. But people are going to buy this product. And if the biotin's enough to deliver benefit, they're going to think they need to keep on this product to get the benefits they need because it has all this other stuff. And that's where I say it's very misleading. This product also has titanium dioxide, color, uh, carmine, which is a, uh, a red color that comes from bugs. Uh, yes, it's actually made from bugs, mica and, uh, soybean oil. So as I said, I don't love soybean oil in anything, uh, titanium dioxide. I'm actually doing a show. In fact, I'm recording it after this, but I think it's going to launch before. So you may have already heard it, but I'm going to do a show on a couple of, uh, additives. And I'm going to talk about the Skittles controversy. I don't know if you've heard about the Skittles lawsuit, but I'm talking about that. And I'm going to talk about it as it relates to titanium dioxide, because I think it's something that deserves its own chunk of time. Uh, so I'm not going to focus on it here, but it is in, uh, it'll be in the episode that actually aired right before this one. Okay. So that's the story on the Nature's Bounty Hair, Skin and Nails. It is a glorified biotin supplement. And uh, if you want a biotin supplement, just get some biotin because uh, that's what you're getting there. The next one, Kirkland. This is their own store brand of calcium, 600 milligrams with vitamin D3. It says, for strong bones and teeth, vitamin D assists in the absorption of calcium. Okay, everything's fine there. That's all true. Uh, one tablet gives you 600 milligrams of calcium from calcium carbonate, which will absorb at somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 to 10%, meaning that you're going to have about... 540 to 500 and what 90 or 540 570 somewhere in that range milligrams of calcium floating around your body trying to do something that isn't building bones which means that it's probably going to lay down in places you don't want it creating things like kidney stones or hardening of the arteries this is a product that in my opinion should be recalled by FDA i really believe that all calcium supplements that are calcium carbonate supplements should be recalled because they are causing harm we know from multiple different trials now on American women with osteoporosis that have been taking calcium supplements such as this for 10 years that their risk of heart disease is 25% higher than women who do not take calcium and their osteoporosis is not better. This product does not work. It is not good for you. Whenever somebody brings this product or another calcium carbonate product like this into me, I say, throw it away. Don't take it. It is not worth the $7.50 you paid for it. This is, this is a joke. Now, unfortunately, because calcium carbonate is in the food supply, this is where the regulation by FDA um, is problematic. But it's same with everything that they regulate because there's a million things in food that we shouldn't be eating. Uh, soybean oil is another perfect example. Corn oil, some of these things I've been talking about. But this is where calcium carbonate, because it's considered a nutrient, is considered okay in supplements, even though we have evidence that it is unsafe. I don't think the FDA will ever act on that, but they should. Okay, next item, uh, the calcium gummies. We can go through this even quicker because, well, it has uh, tricalcium, tribasic calcium phosphate in there instead of carbonate. Um, no evidence that I've seen that says one is better than the other. They both stink. But what's crazy about this one is the first two ingredients are sugar and corn syrup. And to get 200, 500 milligrams of calcium, you have to eat two of these and you're going to get four grams of sugar from sugar and corn syrup, both of which are likely genetically modified. In fact, it says contains bioengineered food ingredients right on the package. This will also eventually cause heart problems in many people don't take their calcium gummies. Now, this one threw me uh, a little bit. Interesting. It's their organic multivitamin. This is also from Kirkland brand. It says USDA organic certified, just one per day, no synthetic vitamins, non-GMO, whole food source. That all sounds awesome on the front of the label. On the back of the label, we see that the doses are very, very, very low. Why? Well, actually, they have a good excuse for this. If you're going to use whole food, you're going to get really, really, really small amounts of minerals because there's a ton of other stuff in that compound. So these all say they're from organic food blends. And so you have 90 milligrams of vitamin C. That's actually for a multivitamin. That's not terrible. 
It's 100% of the RDA, which means virtually nothing. But, uh, you know, vitamin D3 even, they put in 1,200 units of vitamin D3. That's also not terrible. But then you get into things like vitamin E, B1, B2, B3, B6, um, B12. The doses are so, 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 so small that there's really no value in taking something like this. It's going to get you a little more than what you get in like a bowl of total or something like that. There is a nice little group of whole foods in here, everything from organic blueberry to organic black mustard uh, to organic shiitake extract from mushrooms, organic lemon extract. There's nothing in this product that I wouldn't want you to take. It's all fine. Everything in it is fine. Um, It's just the question is, are you getting enough to be worth the money? And one of the traps that we've fallen into in America is the one-a-day trap. There are so many things we just simply can't do in one per day, and multivitamins, in my view, are probably at the top of that list. Okay, so let's move to the next one. Here's a powder. It's called Juice, J-U-C-E. I feel like that's spelled wrong, but I don't know. Juice from Terakai Organics. This looked promising. In fact, on first review, I flipped it over. I looked at it. I looked at what was in it. I thought, wow, this is actually a pretty cool product. It's USDA certified organic. Uh, It's 19 bucks for 30 servings. That's not bad. Um, The problem with the juice is when I looked at the actual ingredient profile on it, it's almost all fiber. There's like two grams of whole foods in there, uh, fruits and veggies and things like that, and about five grams of fiber. If you need a good fiber supplement, this is actually a, probably a pretty good fiber supplement. But if you're looking at actually a whole food, like high concentration antioxidant supplement, that's not what this is. Uh, it's It looks a lot better than it actually is. Uh, I always have to highlight the emergency. Uh, you know, I grew up on emergency. I loved that product. My parents started giving it to me when I was five years old. I'm fighting this cold right now, so I'm using inner C, E-N-E-R uh, dash C. Inner C and Vital C are my two favorite go-to vitamin Cs because they're the non-acidic form. You can handle a lot more of them when you're sick and you can utilize a lot more of it to fight your cold or whatever it is that you're fighting. But that's what emergency used to be. But then Pfizer bought them out and they screwed everything up. They changed the form of vitamin C. Not only is it now not a mineral ascorbate form, it's an acidic form, but it's also genetically modified uh, from corn. So we don't want that. Uh, There's a whole bunch of other crap in it you don't want. And now they've even started adding caramel color to emergency. It is cheaper now. It's $21 for 90 packs. That's that's good. That's seven bucks for a 30 count box. That's about half the price of Intercy. It is. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. But that's it's a get what you pay for game. If you're buying ascorbic acid from genetically modified corn and you're okay with caramel colors and you're okay with uh, fructose from corn as a sweetener and so on, then okay, emergencies for you, especially if you're okay giving money to Pfizer. I'm not okay giving money to Pfizer, especially for an inferior product, so I stick with inner C. Okay, now this one is interesting. There's the next two are going to be in the on the good list, okay? U Theory Ashwagandha. I actually carry U Theory in my store. It annoys me when I see them over at Costco. Uh, from strictly competitive standpoint, but the truth is the truth. This one says it has a thousand milligrams per serving, and it does. But that's uh, that drives me crazy. It's big thousand milligrams on the front. That is in two capsules. So make sure you're looking at the suggested use. Take two capsules daily with water. It says uh, you get a thousand milligrams, and it's a blend. It's 600 milligrams of what's called KSM 66, and 400 milligrams of ashwagandha powder. There's nothing wrong with any of that. I mean, ashwagandha root powder on its own is not particularly strong, but at least you get all of the natural constituents that are in the herb there, which I like. And then the extract they use is KSM 66, which in my view is probably the second or third best form of ashwagandha on the market. It's good stuff. Now, KSM 66 is a 5%, not a 10% like sensorial. So it is about half the potency. Uh, The sensorial ashwagandha that I suggest from Natural Factors is 250 milligrams per capsule. Um, This one is 300 milligrams of KSM per capsule and 200 milligrams of whole herb extract per capsule. Uh, So they've got 500 milligrams versus 250, but it's not going to be as concentrated as sensorial. Now, here's the thing with herbs. Herbal extracts, uh, the KSM, 
The Sensoril, the, the other one I love by Terry Naturally called EP35. These are all really good forms of ashwagandha. And I personally, just based on the research and the customer feedback I've had over the years, I'm sold on Sensoril. I think it's the best of the best until somebody proves that wrong. So it is my favorite, but this ashwagandha is fine. I, there's nothing I can say about it that I don't like. It, I mean, what's in the capsule is fine. There's no excipients in there that I wouldn't want to take. It's fine. So that's a pretty good product over at Costco. The next one is a gummy that's also, uh, or is, is also ashwagandha, but it's a gummy. This one, I'm going to say you can do a lot better than this one, uh, including if you're at Costco, just buy the one I just told you about from Youth Theory. It's a better option. This one does have the KSM 66, which is a good form of ashwagandha, but you have to take two gummies to get it. So you're going to get 300 milligrams of a uh, half potency ashwagandha versus the Sensoril, which uh, per capsule is 250. You have to take two of these to get to 300 milligrams and they're half the potency. So you're actually going to pay more for this gummy than you will for the Sensoril capsules, primarily because it's in a gummy. Um, they both are going to give you a two-month supply or at least 60 doses, but you're going to pay 20 bucks for the ashwagandha gummy from Nature's Truth uh, versus about 15, 16 bucks for the natural factors. And the natural factors, in my view, is just a much, much better option, uh, especially when you factor in that this one also has uh, some genetically modified stuff in it, uh, glucose uh, syrup and that kind of thing. But this is, it's not a bad product. It's just, it's overpriced for what it is. Plus, ashwagandha gummies taste crappy. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I've tried a few of them and I won't even carry them because I think they taste so bad. Uh, one per day cranberry from True Nature and one per, well, it's actually not one per day. It's three per day Sinsulin. That's C-I-N-S-U-L-I-N. These are True Nature. True Nature is actually also a Costco brand. It's not Kirkland. It's one of their other brands. Um, these are both pretty good products and they're a really good bang for the buck. So if you're looking for a cranberry, you're looking for a cinnamon, you want to save a few bucks. Um, the biggest thing I will say here is we do vote with our dollar. I am a little guy, an independent family business, and I would love for you to spend your money with me. But I get that you might have two or three or four kids at home you're trying to feed organic food to and give supplements to. There are places that you can uh, shave off a few bucks if you're okay, given your supplement money to these big uh, conglomerates. And sometimes that's what we, everything's a trade-off in life, right? I mean, I shop at Costco. I I do these things too. I buy some things off Amazon. I can't stand Amazon and yet I love Amazon sometimes, right? So we all, there's a trade-off in all of this stuff. And if you're going to trade off, then the question is, okay, are you trading off in the right areas? Kind of like what I talked about with the clean 15 and the dirty dozen on the ewg.org site. If you can't figure out in your budget how to budget for all things organic, then you can use that chart to buy the right things in organic, the ones that matter the most, and maybe not worry about the other ones as much. Well, the Sinchulin and the Cranberry at Costco are actually pretty good products. Now, let's talk about some marketing and how marketing is, uh, is such a double-edged sword here because marketing can educate us on things and, and teach us some things that we really need to know. I mean, this show to some degree is a marketing show and I hope that I'm giving you a good education as you're listening to it. But when it comes to supplements, it's a little bit tough. Kirkland uh, has a brand called Triple Action Joint Health or a supplement called Triple Action Joint Health. It says it's for joints, cartilage, and bone. And then it says as three ingredients, these would be the triple action, right? Type 2 collagen, hyaluronic acid, and boron, all in one tiny pill per day. That all sounds great. And then they talk about on the back of the box how it's the pills are much smaller than a glucosamine and chondroitin and all this stuff. Well, yes, all of that is true. But here's the thing with this product. It's just, it's, it's half truth and half lie. The main ingredient in it is called UC2. UC2 is a proprietary cartilage blend. Um, it comes from type 2 collagen from chicken uh, joints. And it's got 40 milligrams per pill. That is exactly what you want according to the clinical studies. And UC2 at 40 milligrams is actually a very effective product. It works for a lot of people. There's really good research on it. It has 5 milligrams of boron and 3.3 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Now, 5 milligrams of boron, it's fine. Uh, there's definitely some benefit in 5 milligrams of boron. I 
would be pretty surprised if your joints hurt less because of that, but it might help you to build your bones a little bit. Uh, so, that, so that's not necessarily so bad, but hyaluronic acid, hyaluronic acid has a lot of buzz. A lot of people have heard of hyaluronic acid and believe it's good for them. 3.3 milligrams of hyaluronic acid is worthless. You don't want, I mean, it's just a waste. It's a total waste. This should be a UC2 product, just a UC2 product. And they should talk about single action because that's what it really is when it comes to your joints. But as I said with the biotin and the hair, skin, and nails, there will be people that will buy this and believe that this product is better than UC2 on its own, even though it's more expensive, when in reality, UC2 on its own would be just as effective. This product also has polyvinyl alcohol in it. I don't know if I want that. Titanium dioxide, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later, or actually I talked about on last week's show, which I haven't recorded yet, but I will be talking about. Uh, polyethylene glycol, polysorbate 80. Uh, it's loaded with crap that you don't necessarily want. But I will say that if you want to use it as a joint product, it would probably help. Uh, the best joint product I've ever seen is called Baxel. It has 60 milligrams of hyaluronic acid in it instead of 3.3 in a super bioavailable form. And it works for joints better than anything I have ever seen. I love that product. So if you're looking for a great joint supplement, that is the one. Okay, I've gotten to the bottom of my list, and that's good because I've also gotten to the bottom of the clock. Uh, I've got to wrap this episode up. I hope that this was a helpful exercise I know I went through a whole bunch of different products. Um, I tried to be as efficient as I could getting through them and explaining to you, you know, where I see the holes and all that kind of stuff. One thing that you can do, and I'm completely happy to do this for you, is if you want to join the Facebook community, um, the link is in the description below. Uh, you can actually post pictures of the supplements that you have questions about and I'm happy to give you my opinion, and, it, and it'll be as unbiased as I know how to make it. You know, this is good or not. Uh, is there a better option? Maybe I'll happily uh, help you with any of that stuff. All right, I've got to wrap it up. I appreciate your time listening to me. Please join us on the face in the Facebook community. It is so much fun. I give away free product every week at least twice. Uh, we do all kinds of fun things in there. Mostly we're just getting more educated about our health and optimally improving our vitality. If you love what you hear on this show, share it with somebody and uh, leave me a review. I would love that as well. Until next time, if you have questions, you call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662 at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. Or you can come visit us at 107 South 500 West in Bountiful or online at VitalityNutrition.com. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair. our awesome music is by brian bob young support vitality radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on apple podcasts youtube or your favorite podcast source don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.